Oh, it's my humps. My mistake. You love my lady lumps. Love. This, this will never air. Wow. So um, we're no longer triple ending, right? I don't have to do anything right now? Nope. Tri- wait, triple ending? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What were you recording to in addition to... How does that work? Loop back. Mm. Uh, uh, huh. Okay, so I'm just going to assume that I could just be on this call and do nothing else, and we'll depend upon the Skype machine. Yep. Well, the, yeah, the Skype machine records, and I record out of my mixer, so I have two copies. Does it, See, that's does the it record that I'm Does it record that I'm beachballing right now? Because I can't do anything with my computer. It's just decided that... Isn't that why your picture is a facepalm? That's not me. Oh, that's right. I'm, yes, I'm getting voices screwed up. And I think, I think Sunday that, computer problems. That's right. I, I have to say, though, I think that I'm almost always on with both of you, which is funny. We actually have a rule. No, seriously. I, I, I have to say, I think I'm trying to think of who else I've been on with. But I mean, other than um, other Nick, alternate Nick, this might be it. Hmm. I can tell you here in just a moment. Mm. Let's, we can't count that show that was like 40 people that doesn't count that doesn't count no of course not it's like that, the, was, that's that, like, was a, that was a seminal episode it was the this will never air crossover event Whoops. oh that Wrong one channel. I thought you meant the uh, uh, number 20 I, I don't know if I was on that one appearances appearances Jason you were on with Rye and Haroldina number 16 we're on with everyone, episode 20, Haroldina and the Tiger, 21. So what you're telling me is I'm a, a total, totally full of basically. Uh, yeah, pretty mm. much. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't say it that way because it's a family show. Right. Sorry. Uh, it, is it anymore? <laughs> mark, marker. Sorry about that, guys. Grace. Uh, you've been on with Wonder Yak one time. No, that's not true. Oh, well, I was well, making besides, a murderer also. Besides the, 20, uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Special edition. Mm. Uh, which one is that? Thirty? No, thirties. Thirty-two. Which one am I? One. Thirty-two. Oh, I didn't fill out. That's why I didn't fill out for anybody. So <laughs> thirty-two is. Uh, I'm not getting my credits. Making a murder. Thirty-one is the in and out episode. Thirty-five recorded on one twenty-four twenty sixteen. The sugar and in and out episode. Uh, mm. With Houston. Uh, Jason and mm-hmm. like magic. <clears throat> um, let's see. Looking at things to talk about. Um, I suggest rich people. I forget why. So that <laughs> one's out. Wizmark. I don't even know what this is. Oh, I remember Wizmark. Okay, we can talk about that. No idea what that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a Wizmark. Mm-hmm. I presume it's some kind of seal of quality. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Of that. That's one way of thinking Mark. about it. <laughs> I presume it's not a seal of quality now. <laughs> uh, sounds like a pee stain. Mm-hmm. Getting, getting, getting a little warmer there. Getting a little warm. Mm-hmm. Getting closer. This toilet has been certified with the Wizmark seal of quality. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Uh, Oh my gosh, I looked at it and now I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And my new bell isn't here yet. That's probably. What? 
Oh, I know. Not a clear, not a clear tone. Two day. I don't understand how Prime works apparently because it's five days instead of two days. <laughs> Maybe just for you, they decided with those uh, non-Amazon sellers. Well, mm. they they advertised it as Prime, and then mm. for some reason, I, I'm looking at it and it's going to arrive on Wednesday when I ordered it on Friday. Snowstorm and. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like they'll use that in ex- for, as an excuse in areas where there was no snow. And I... Well, you know, supply chains and what have you. Mm. I So I email them mm-hmm. and I say, what's the deal? And they I say, have important business with a bell on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, here's the thing. We, uh, You're like, look, this bell is a business, like a piece of business equipment. Mm-hmm. Listen, first time purchaser, long time fan. Just, just <laughs> chiming in for no, chiming. Ha <laughs> ring. Did ding. they give you free first, money? First time primer. They gave me free mm. another free month of prime. Mm. That's good. really. I need to complain more because yeah, yeah, if you complain about anything, they will give you something for free. Mm. We were so using I have to think Amazon of to Fresh complain about for a because, while. Yeah, and anytime something came back bad from uh, the box, like we got a bruised apple or something. They get they're like, oh hey here's twenty bucks sorry and keep the stuff. Okay. Yeah, we um, I would say in the last, I mean, <laughs> this 10 apple years, was emotionally distressed when it arrived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, distressed like a fine leather. Um, <laughs> we have used Amazon like a, a ton, and uh, in the last ten years, maybe like three or four times, I've had a package where it says it's delivered, and it just it's not here. And every single time they have resent it, like immediately, no questions asked, overnight delivery, no proof necessary, no big deal. Sometimes um, Elsa a couple times bought like this. Uh, she kept on trying to buy a, a tagine, <clears throat> tagine mm. on uh, Amazon, and it kept on arriving cracked. Like every single time, it arrived cracked. We had four cracked tagines before we. I finally told her, just can you just give up, please. Just ask for your money back. And like stacking these like crushed. Yeah, it was terrible. But they're really good about resending things or cheap prices and all that kind of stuff. Hygiene. Earthen pot. Okay. What was she mm-hmm. making in it? Well, nothing because it kept coming cracked. Oh. Well, what was she going to make in it? <laughs> I don't know. Listen. Enchilada. The, the secret to a happy life <laughs> is to not even ask and just, yes, dear. Tastes wonderful. So happy. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> This is what wonderful. <laughs> oh, oh yeah! Speaking of food, I have, I have a treat from Down Under today. Mmm! I have things to say about Tim Tams. Yeah, Tim Tam. Well, I haven't had some in a while. It's, well, it's been some time. So I this had is what ice I learned. Cream in a while either. Yeah, I went there once and I haven't come back. Mm. You, you guys like. I spent like $11 and got a value pack shipped in two days. Amazon, thank you very much. Um, and it was value pack. fabulous. I think it only took me about a day and a half to go through the full value how, pack. How many are in the value <laughs> pack? slightly concerning. Uh, Dude, how many is in the value pack? It's two normal packs. So 22. Yeah, like it's literally two trays from the normal pack, and they just box it up larger. That's a, but they managed an even number. It, it was four rows, no? I know. I was so happy when I found out it was an even number. Four rows? Wait, mm-hmm. no. wait, four rows. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That's a value of a value pack. I think it was bigger than twenty two because I'm pretty sure I had four rows, not two. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I had count. like the family pack and not the value pack. Wow. Well, order history is a beautiful thing. I'm looking this up right now. Anyway, I was pleasantly surprised. It was more chocolatey than I expected. It had a nice bit of crunch without being too crunchy. It was basically like everything you'd want a Kit Kat to be, but uh-huh. but like <laughs> but actually good. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Here's a. Here's a I like six the pack. extra crispiness of the uh, the Kit Kat compared to a Tim Tam. Oh no 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 no! Tim Tam's a little soft, um, which so makes great. the slam be a little mushy, which is not my favorite. Can you thing. slam well, a Kit Kat? I didn't slam them. Well, they're better without the slam. Will a Kit Kat slam? Mm. Does it have Does it have the porous nature? The porous membrane so. for uh, liquid. I guess what I'm saying is I really like a Three one. Musketeers and I really dislike a Kit Kat, and this was like. What I what someone who I'd imagine would like it to Kit Kat, um, it, it takes all that part and puts it inside of a Three Musketeer almost because it's like a little bit more mushy on the inside. Mm. It's delicious. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stand against nougat here. Ooh, okay. A Hold on. Stand. I do want to talk about nougat in a moment because nougat <laughs> is wonderful. Table the nougat for now. <laughs> I just wanted to let you guys know I have looked up the value pack that I purchased. Mm-hmm. It indeed has um, four rows. However, huh. there are only apparently eighteen biscuits per package. <sighs> oh, what? That's huh? Weird. Hmm. Mm. I found a six pack of value packs. Express, Express from Sydney, one forty nine ninety nine. Mm. You got to really want it. I mean, or you can get one value pack for thirteen dollars. Yeah. Well, they're cheaper at Target, though. Oh, look at this. There's a three-pack value pack for $38. Mm. I'm seeing a three-pack original. Oh, those aren't those are Arnott's originals. Those aren't Tim Tams. Never mind. Similar but different. Wait, Arnott's also has something called Arnott's Originals? Yes, they're um, slightly softer than Tim Tams, even. Mm, see, that's had, too far. I've had them before, yeah. That's too far. I think Tim Tams got it right on the crispy... I, uh, I can also recommend their Tim Tams, which are double coated. Delicious. I was Delicious. looking for those. I like so those caramel a, ones. I've not caramel had ones caramel are good. ones. They are tasty. Caramel? Mmm. Caramel? 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 I'm, I'm pasting a, a link. Caramel? Here that mm-hmm. uh, might blow your mind. Whoa! What the? <laughs> Wait, what is this one? Is Express it- Courier from Sydney. Wow. Cream, okay, no. Red velvet, okay, no. Mm-mm. White chocolate, okay, no. Maybe. Chocolate raspberry, okay, no. 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 Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Chocolate raspberry. There's also, there's caramel and there's salted caramel, and frankly, I'm okay with both of those. Mm. But peanut butter, peanut flavor, butter. Peanut yes. butter flavor, I'm a little hesitant, but I'd give it a shot. But coconut, definitely not. Uh, I'm with you on the coconut. coconut might be good. I'd no, like to I revise don't. the uh, chocolate raspberry statement. I don't want okay. coconut anywhere near my person. Chocolate raspberry is not my favorite thing. Not to mention like it's fruit not in to combination mention, with chocolate. Like I think that's supposed to be dark chocolate, but it's so dark that it is literally a black cookie, and that is strange to me. Dark chocolate's wonderful. As is I, raspberry. Dark chocolate is wonderful, but this doesn't look like dark chocolate. It just looks like burnt chocolate or something. So all right, I like you can't see, but I'm gesturing furiously at the image, going, <laughs> "That's it, not right." It's a bear chocolate. Like <laughs> <laughs> Bearster. <clears throat> Bearster Farrell. Mm-hmm. So Target has Tim Tams uh, at, at a much afford, more affordable. It's probably price. the only reasonable or worthwhile thing that Target carries, to be honest. 
You Uh-oh. see, the assumption here is that I want to get into my car and drive 20 minutes to a Target rather than waking up on a Tuesday morning oh, and well, sure. have a if delicious bit of Tim Tams. If it's 20 minutes to drive to a Target, I mean, goodness. I thought everyone lived five minutes from a right. Target. Right. I live in a city. It, uh, see, I live in a reasonable place, so <laughs> going to a store is, is an option. Mm-hmm. I've got one right down the street. Right. See, we have we have those mom and pop shops near me, so I, you know I can walk and and service the local businesses, mm-hmm. and I, you know I don't have to go to any of these big box chain stores like you guys do. Except you order from Amazon all the time, all the time. <laughs> Everything I buy is from except, Amazon. Except one hundred percent of my money goes to, to the Amazon. mom and pop store. I was shocked that Amazon only had fifty one percent of the holiday retail because I'm still trying to figure out who those forty nine percent are. Suckers. Oh, we are the forty nine percent. Walmart. Whale merit. Whale merit. So my goal for this show now is to be successful enough that we can give away the indulgence pack to someone. Ooh. That is that is quite a uh, a metric or milestone for us to reach. See, if you still had the Patreon, we could make that like the gold standard levels that like one person in that grouping Mm-hmm. Could yeah, that's get like the value the, pack every month or something. That's like the Kickstarter uh, level that is obviously for extremely rich people and only for like three of them. It's mm-hmm. like you get the solid gold, whatever it is that you're buying. You mean oh, the one that's actually him. for Mailchimp to buy? Uh, something like that. Yeah. I've just been recommended by Amazon the following mouse in the following color, and I argue that that's not a canonical mouse color. Or indeed, an acceptable mouse color. Ooh. So I am, I am looking at the Logitech M535 Compact Bluetooth Mouse in blue, nine one zero dash zero zero four five two nine. It's definitely. I feel that they took their color inspiration from running shoes. Mm-hmm. But bad. Like this is the combo you can do right. on the Nike website that no one buys. Right. This is yeah. Well, yeah. The one that you have to spec yourself because they're certainly not going to produce shoes like that in volume. Oh my gosh! They have. Oh my gosh! There's a matches. keyboard. Yeah, the keyboard is the. Si- oh my god! That's <laughs> upsetting. And it has circular keys. What is that? Ooh. Ooh. These are I don't bad. Know how I feel racks. about that. These are some really bad round racks. Mm, look at that face. It's like the tech equivalent of a bowling shirt. <laughs> What's wrong with bowling shirts? League game, Smokey. You guys, <laughs> this is uh, this isn't Nike. This is this is Logitech. There are rules. <laughs> <laughs> this is Logitech. I'm, or maybe uh, wait, aren't they just Logia now, or or Logi, Logi the Bear? <laughs> they rebranded. Like, excuse me, like Metamucil. Yeah, they're just meta was, now. That was my first. <laughs> that was so meta. <laughs> Do a lot of people know what meta means? Especially the people who are taking Metamucil. Uh, no, certainly not. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very odd choice. Mm-hmm. It's very meta. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Weird. Perfect for our postmodern times. Mm. Are we post postmodern yet, or are we still postmodern? When do we switch over? When's, when's the big date? We've deconstructed the postmodern. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. That's brutal. Brutalist. <clears throat> They're knocking down the, uh, the single example of brutalist architecture in the downtown area that I live in right now. Uh, they probably Oops. should, to be honest. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> upset. There have been no protests. Architecture. Oh, brutalist architecture is some of the worst. So um, 
where I went to college, we had a bunch of, like, basically all of the modern dorms were built in the late 60s, early 70s. And so they were a combination of brutalist architecture and anti-riot dorms because mm. uh, the hottest thing in, in dorm right. architecture was, to, yeah. was like, yeah, so no protest. Back, back in the 70s, yeah. That's why they paved all of our brick sidewalks over with asphalt. Right. So basically the result is you're in these poor concrete hell holes with no hallway that is wider than three feet or longer than six feet contiguously. Mm. It's yeah, we, had, uh, we had a very similar architecture at uh, Evergreen that was well, there were lots of rumors that people uh, spread about it originally being constructed as a prison. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, like gray concrete and, mm-hmm. you know, the classrooms are like in the middle, not with a window accessible. And it's, you know, Washington in the winter and you just feel like you're in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I a, don't think sounds like a doom level or something. <laughs> That's where they put the uh, grad students. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any examples of like concrete brutalist architecture on campus because it's mostly brick structures. But the School of Architecture's new building, which was built in 2004 or whatever, is done entirely in white marble because the person who donated money for it demanded that it be done that way or stipulated. <laughs> so it looks completely out of place with the entire rest of campus, which is in red brick. So it's very odd. Uh, 99% invisible has an episode about brutalism. Can you, one, can you look at any of it, or is it mostly... <clears throat> well, can you look at brutalism in no, I mean the 99% invisible. Like, can you see it? You lost me. <laughs> <laughs> that does look like a prison, I have to say. Yep. And, then, you know, in the, in the midst of the trees, and it just blends right into the gray sky. Mm. It kind of looks like Chernobyl. <laughs> it does actually. That's a good point. <laughs> hmm. Some yeah, it was the- uh, not a, a very happy sort of atmosphere in the winter. Yeah, Washington. Wow. Yeah. So, um, famous example of brutalist architecture: the Boston City Hall is probably most well known for this like monstrosity of concrete that's just dropped in the center of an otherwise like beautiful historic area and it's completely inaccessible and gives all of the wrong messages that you'd want about like government facilities and openness and transparency this is like the anti all of that building and it's so much concrete that it's literally too expensive not even just to knock it down and replace it but it would be too expensive to even haul it out for it to be like conceptually possible like the lifespan of that building is just going to be Oh, it's terrible. You guys should look at some pictures of it. We should also drop them in the show notes. Also, any government building in Washington, D.C. that was built during the 70s, which has an entire category for it on Wikipedia because there's so many of them, and they're all terrible. This is disappointing. Boston City Hall does not appear in Fallout 4. Hmm. Hmm. Seems like the perfect building from yeah. what I'm seeing. It would have survived, certainly. Uh, now I'm cross-referencing Fallout 4 maps to Boston maps. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Walden Pond. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Australian foods, uh, to bring it all back. So, uh, I came across something that sounded interesting from what I thought was from Australia, but it uh, uh, turns out this is actually from New Zealand. Uh which is, uh, you know, similar, but not exactly the same. Lord of the Rings film there. Mm-hmm. Hello? Is it kiwi-flavored? Uh, I'm Hello. waiting. <laughs> uh, 
these are the original Pascal pineapple lumps. That's Pascal with two L's. Pineapple mm. lumps? Pineapple lumps. We're not going to start lump. talking about pizza again because I'm going to get lumps. really pissed off. Lovely, uh, with real fruit juice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, back in 1935, for some reason, all these foods are from a long time ago. All these Australian slash New Zealand foods. Uh, back in 1935, who would have thought a goofy flavor combination of pineapple and chocolate could work so brilliantly? Uh, Nobody. Everybody. And to this everybody. day, everybody says it never did. <laughs> That's flavor with the U, by the way. Mm. Well, the, the Kiwis did, and they did a good job, too, and that's why our Pineapple Lumps Lolly is a national treasure. So I thought they were like lollipops. Not They're not lollipops. They are literally lumps. They are like, uh, if you know what uh, heart guard looks like for dogs. Indeed. <laughs> that's how I would describe them. That is not a lolly. That is like a fat, fat chocolate jolly rancher oh it's actually okay once i get it out of the package it is it's coated with some kind of with chocolate so not that different it looks like a little bitty tim tam Mm. let me take a picture and i'll put it in the robot uh a take (laughs) great radio (laughs) i'm scrolling i'm tapping you're pacing taking photo Mm-hmm. Go on. Focusing. Hold on. It's focusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sugar. Invert sugar. Vegetable fat. Oh, yeah. yeah I was Glucose gonna, syrup. I was going to read the uh, ing- cocoa powder. Ingredients. Milk solids. Gelatin. Maltodextrin. Pineapple juice concentrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, does, that actually does look remarkably Tim Tam like. Huh? Hmm. I would eat that. Uh, the th- that look clean to you? Second mm. to the last ingredient is flavors. Flavors. With a U? With a U? <laughs> With a U. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That, that kind's okay. I, I only eat the organic use. Color, Color mm. flavors, and emulsifiers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Emulsifiers? With a U? Uh, emulsifiers. Yes. Emulsifiers. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. This is not what I expected. Is it chewy? <laughs> it's not. Is it not pineapple and chocolate? Is it, it like a sucking candy underneath that chocolate? Is that what makes it a lolly, or is it like chewy, it like a uh, milk dud? Really chewy. Mm. Mm. So milk dud. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> sounds you always want to make while having an original uh, new confectionery. Uh, it's not like uh, no, it's not like a uh, caramel in any way. Um, one of the reviews says, imagine a stale circus peanut candy covered mm. in grade C chocolate. <laughs> it is like a circus peanut. That's what it is. It's like almost like gum. Like uh, I was like, am I supposed to swallow this? That that's, sounds disgusting. That's upsetting. I hate so circus peanuts. The kiwis peanuts were so wrong. Mm. Mm. Doesn't hurt the spiders. Um, they're not <laughs> bad. Once you get past the first one, it's... Mm. It's all right. Um, I'm, I'm glad to know that you made it to the second one. Like um, you didn't just give up. It's no Tim Tam. I know Tim Tams, and this lump is no Tim Tam. So what we're saying we is, you to like a Charleston Chew, maybe. You sir are no Tim Tam. Yeah, it's kind of like a Charleston Chew. Mm-hmm. Hail Australia, the feeder of the Kiwis. 
Although I can't stop eating them now. So. Uh oh. Hmm. Once you open that pack, you're in for a sleeve. All right, that's the last one. Emulsifiers. Emulsifier. So somebody out there. Oh no, that's not anyone on this show. Emulsifier. Hmm. 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 Suicide Squad. You want to talk about that? Nougat. I don't, mm. I don't know what that. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Mm. It doesn't look good. Mm. I think that the second trailer made it look better than the original like teaser they released. The one with uh, Queen. The yes. Queen song. Yeah, yes. it looks better. It still looks like crap, though. Sorry. I guess that's the end of that conversation. Well, here I don't. Sorry, uh, I'm still working on my lump. Well, I, I thought this was a, this. <laughs> Well, there. <clears throat> Almost got it rubbed out. <laughs> that's a little ping pong. Yeah, that's, uh, that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. This is a family show. I'd, I'd like to hear a little bit more about what Mike, why Mike thinks that this movie looks really bad. All right. Um, I don't like Will Smith as Deadshot at all. Is that because he's inauthentic to the character or because of that particular performance? I don't think I like Will Smith. <laughs> well, that's an important <laughs> revelation here. Um, no. Well, I liked him in like what's that? The Happiness movie. I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the definition of happiness. This Pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Metaphors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I liked him in Independence Day, and actually, uh, I liked him in Hancock, even though the movie was. Poop. What about uh, Men in Black? Mm-hmm. He's a little too much Will Smith in, in Men in Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the point. <laughs> I feel like Will no? Smith went down rapidly as he ascended the different levels of Scientology. Mm, is he still? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was some debate about. No, no, no. After Earth or whatever was like Scientology. Oh, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I really don't recognize most of the other characters. What about Harley Quinn? <laughs> well, of course, Harley Quinn. Everybody knows about Harley Quinn. Killer Croc, I recognize. The, the Joker. Uh, big air quotes right now. Joker. Um, it just doesn't It doesn't look good. It looks extremely disappointing. So, like, there's almost too much going on. Right. So, So one of the things that I feel like universally everybody except for Hollywood producers understands is that having too many villains is the number one way to ruin a movie. Like it's just too difficult. The degree of difficulty when you have multiple people trying to be that type of interesting is, is high. And now here is a movie where they basically like, let's have 12 villains. Like we need to have the villains be the good guys and the villains be the villains so that there's just villains everywhere. Which I think is probably part of my own dislike is because it's overpowering, right? Like, two villains is already bad enough. But I will say, hesitantly, that after Man of Steel and the most recent Batmans and the current Batman Batflick monstrosity, it is at least kind of nice to see DC doing something that looks like it's trying to have fun and be a little bit of funny and a little bit tongue-in-cheek, 
and a little bit self-aware. That's kind of nice. Hmm. Like, my curiosity is peaked because of that aspect of it. Because they've gone so dark, so serious. They kicked off the whole, like, realism and grit thing needs to be there for for superheroes to matter. And now, although this film still seems to have some coloring of that, they're at least trying to have fun, maybe? Do we think that this might actually try to have fun? Like a Guardians of the Galaxy type of thing? I don't know if it was if it's that far, but like, you know, there's a shining light at some point that they might smile and wink at the audience and be like, yeah, this is freaking ridiculous. <sighs> I I feel like the problem is Harley Quinn because she's okay. You've I got, thought it was Will Smith. Well, do you feel like Harley Quinn is okay. I mean, she's kind of the key character. And, like, the rest of them, I don't even know who else is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it matters. If more of the character, like, so- too many of the characters seem serious. Like, Harley Quinn is so completely out there, irrational, does unexpected things. While Deadshot, for example, is, like, super focused. You know, he's got a mission and he's going to complete it. So how, how do you have fun with Deadshot? Well, and I think another good point of that is even their Joker, right? It didn't go towards like Mark Hamill animated series Joker. It like doubled down on more recent interpretations, right? Like it doubled down um, on Dark Knight Joker in a sense. Or seems to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even, yeah, I think you're right. It's, he, he seems, he just seems evil for evil's sake. It's it's mania. It's not humor, right? It's mania. It's more the original notion of maniac as opposed to being like self-aware, funny, um, dramatic. Even like the theater is gone, and it, in its place is is mania. So uh, I'm not. I don't have high hopes for it. I think it's going to be disappointing, and I feel like DC is. Uh, it just has too many disappointments. Are you going to see Batfleck? <laughs> well here's the thing uh Here, here's uh, the thing let me tell you something i <laughs> batman as this kind of you know uh, post 9-11 ish conspiracy type theorist i guess or like you know superman is a terrorist basically <sighs> knowing what i know about batman how does he go from the Batman we've seen in other movies, like the Dark Knight series, to how does he how does he mentally make that jump? Well, think about mass surveillance Batman of uh, was it? I forgot the name of the last Nolan film, but like you know, inserted into every cell phone the ability to just spy on all the country and all that stuff. He's always had this kind of surveillance ubermanch rich guy vigilante thing going on where it's both his responsibility and his right essentially to police everything. Mm-hmm. Not that I think the whole Superman is terrorist thing. Is that <sighs> the, uh, the Batman versus Superman movie? You're yeah. Yeah. I always liked the, uh, the interpretation in the Frank Miller comic, but go on. It made, it made more sense than that thing. Well, you know, like Superman is just kind of, uh, Goody Tissues, agent of the government, and Batman's doing his thing. And at some point, they come at odds because um, 
Superman's trying to advance the 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 policies of the Reagan administration at the time, and Batman's like, what the f-? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you could be doing so much better than this. And you know, Superman's just like goody two shoes, rah rah America guy. It's uh, that interpretation, like that makes an easier conflict to me. I, and I feel like my dislike of the first of the Superman movie is spilling over into uh, Superman versus Batman because it seems like the reason Batman doesn't like Superman is because of the reasons we don't like Superman in the first movie because he destroys a whole city without any regard for anybody else. See, I didn't hate that movie quite as much as everyone else did. I'm not going to sit here and say it's good, but I do want to point out the fact that I feel like his people critiqued that aspect of it, but I felt that Superman's motivations were totally clear. Like why that happened and the way that it happened made complete sense within the conceit of the story. I, I have no sense of whether that is Superman or not. I mean, to me, Superman was you know Christopher Reeve when I grew up and forgot about him for the last 20 years kind of thing. But... Um, <laughs> You know, like, I did not feel like that was so out of character that it, like, offended me that this happened. And coming off of movies like The Avengers, I am so desensitized to the destruction of various cities and these properties that it wouldn't even cross my mind to be concerned about that aspect of it. Like, that that was almost the least difficult for me to swallow part of that movie was that there was some crazy destructive action scene at the end. Well, what bothers me is... Um, you know, Batman, it's easy to get Batman to get a little darker, right? You know, he's... The Dark Knight? He's dark. He's mentally unstable, just at his core. Um, but Superman, he, you know, it's, it seemed like they were just trying to force this darkness onto Superman that really just did not need to be there. He's, he's like the, the archetypal hero, which makes him annoying. I guess I just don't understand why... I mean, I understand it happened in the comics, but like... Why they feel the need to have these two characters collide now, I don't know that I buy that, like, I don't know. It, it, the way that they're setting this whole thing up, their whole universe, it, it's screwed up. And it's very bizarre, especially when you contrast it to the fact that they've done, like, really interesting stuff on the CW. Um, and then you watch, like, the movie franchises. It's like, who the hell is in charge here? And why do they think that we go and see movies? And something I'm really not a fan is, of is the way that they are just throwing Wonder Woman into it. Like, she just shows up. Yeah, that has been very confusing to me. And she hasn't really been in the trailers very much. Like, I don't know. I guess obviously they'll explain it, but what? why does she just show up all of a sudden? I mean, what? Who, how does she know who's a good guy and a bad guy? I don't, well, because Suicide Squad has so many villains, I figure they just have to pack a few more heroes into this one. <sighs> It seems like it's, they it's needed, balancing. Got to balance the DC universe. It seems like they needed some more setup movies before this, before Suicide Squad, and before Batman versus Superman. They needed to set this up for for why it was happening. It is interesting that DC has sort of skipped right to the Marvel like non movie crossover events, right? Like those. The Avengers and, and Avengers Two, they're they're almost non-filmic, right? In that they are weird patchworks of various stories coming together that have been built in all these different properties. They truly feel like crossover events. And then DC saw that and they're like, let's just skip 
the event and go right to the crossover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, yeah, it's super weird. Like the idea that anyone watching the Suicide Squad trailer who might go and see that movie that, that, that like people should know what is going on and who these people are is super surprising to me. I mean, we're sitting here on a Sunday night talking on Skype. We are the nerdiest of the nerds. And we couldn't even tell you that we've got any meaning or attachment to like six of the characters in Suicide Squad. Or even know who they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys have been talking about for the past, whatever, 15 minutes or whatever. Exactly. I'm just here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could care less about this movie. Both or one or the other? Either. Both. Mm. All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Movies are dumb. What are these properties they have on the CW? Arrow, um, oh, Flash. I don't care about either of those either. They did Smallville. I didn't watch Smallville. I've seen some. I've seen a good portion of Arrow. No, I don't it's care about very that. Very good. Uh, well, but Smallville is retconned in the movie universe, right? Uh, yes. Um, but Arrow and Flash were the two I was mostly thinking of. They oh, just the, added uh, Legends more. of Tomorrow. Yeah, that just started. I don't care but, about that. <laughs> <laughs> So I get the impression that Aaron does not Aaron. <clears throat> I meant a- uh, uh, Adam. <laughs> or no, uh, Andrew doesn't seem to care about uh, DC superhero movies. I don't really care about most superhero movie- movies of any kind, to be honest. <sighs> hmm. Not not really my, my thing. It's been a co- tough decade for you then, huh? Yes. I don't, I don't watch many movies. <laughs> So I guess we should talk about my suggested topic of Deckard being a rapist in Blade Runner. I don't know. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not quite familiar with what you're referencing. I have heard or I have seen the movie. I know who Deckard is. Uh, and that's about as far as I, I thought we were going to talk about Wismark. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> or nuke it. <laughs> yes, we do have Wait. to get the nougat off the uh, table. Um, mm, what if, it might have been moved to the parking lot. I think we want to leave the nougat on the table, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Maybe put it in the trash can. Mm-hmm. By the way, I've eaten at least seven more lumps. I would like to put the nougat <laughs> in my belly. But... You've, you've eaten seven more lumps despite not really liking them? Uh, they, they're growing on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're growing mm, in you. That's the, that's the placebo <laughs> effect at work. It, I think it's it's that wonderful chemical just going right to your brain. Mm-hmm. It's the inverted sugars. Um, right. like matter, so they come from down under. I was watching um, Blade Runner last night, and the reason why I bring up that Deckard's a racist, uh, rapist is because, I, and I didn't remember this either, despite having seen this movie many times. Um, but the scene where he and Rachel first kind of get it on she is very insistent that she does not want to have physical contact with him and he is also very clearly has both physical power and um authoritative power because he has just revealed to her that she's a replicant and he's a blade runner and he's talked about killing her and shooting her and he then asserts and pushes himself on her after Multiple attempts for him to get him to stop, and then Rachel just sort of lets it happen. She never actually consents. So he's got, like, all this authority. He's got the gun. He has the legal right to just kill her. She has no rights as as, as a non-person, right? Sentient non-person, I guess. And she says no repeatedly, and then he just goes for it anyway. And it's, like, very bizarre to watch this because um, – 
in my mind, and I feel like with the rest of the movie, they suggest the idea that there's some sort of romantic connection between them, but actually rewatching it, I don't think there is. And I, it's very uncomfortable, and it's quite clear that he's raping her. And I'm not sure if that is um, like a difference in, in the times in my interpretation of the scene or something, but it is very uncomfortable. And it and really changes my interpretation of things that happen later on in the movie, Interest, which is interesting because, you know, I read the book and all the different things about, like, what the thing happens at the end and all this other stuff, and nobody really talks about Rachel's uh, sort of being trapped with a predator who has power over her. So, I think I'm watching the scene. I don't know. But why is she there? She was there basically to find out, if I remember correctly, and there are two scenes, and so... I hope I'm not mixing them up, but she. I think this is the scene where she comes back to his apartment to basically be like, I don't know why he told you that. I didn't actually fail that test, right? It's the first time that she's back there, and she knows that he said that she was a replicant, and then Deckard goes through and explains to her um, that the memories she has are implanted, and he recounts some of these memories, particularly um, powerful memories that she has, and explains to her that these are Tyrell's niece's memories that have been implanted in her, and they're not her own memories. Uh, she was playing the piano. Now she's doing something with her hair. He's like passed out. Deckard is. Indeed. From drinking. Theater of the mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to go through like every movie where a, where a guy forcefully kissed a woman or something after she said no, we're going to be here a long time. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's I think it's an interesting thing. I just was wondering if anyone else had noticed it or seen that. And had that interpretation. If I'm, or if I'm the only one who like just watched it, it's like I watched it with fresh eyes last night. I was like, this is actually incredibly creepy. Yeah, there's lots of that. Hmm. Well, yeah, this is something. Hmm. Seems like it. Seems like you're right. Right? He's raping her. Slam, I'm not wrong. He slams the door shut. Doesn't let her leave. Mm-hmm. Grabs her, throws her against the window. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I I'm so I'm, I guess I'm just throwing out there the core question of Blade Runner for me has changed from is Deckard a replicant to holy <laughs> Deckard is a rapist. Well, that's not a question. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Uh, um, so, so um, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't disagree. leave that in the show. I don't disagree. From my, anyway, sol- solving real problems. <clears throat> from my three uh, three minute skim of the of it on um, YouTube, mm. Wizmark. <sighs> so this is fun. When do you feel like you're most uh, at, ready to absorb advertising? I mean, when are you at your most vulnerable in terms uh, of? Never. I'm never ready to <laughs> absorb advertising. <laughs> I hate all advertising. Mm-hmm. I love it when uh, Brian... hashtag millennial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This episode mm-hmm. is brought to you by <laughs> pineapple lumps, pineapple Squarespace, lumps the easy, Wismark. fast and easy way to create a beautiful website or blog. Wismark, unless you're Wismark, <laughs> for thirty percent off, and then you have a wonderful website. For I have to say that Wismark is in desperate need of a Squarespace. <laughs> Two thousand and. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm, anyway, continue. Something about advertising. Wismark is the world's first and only exclamation mark uh, 
interactive talking men's room advertising. I want to I want to use the phraseology they use on a different page, which is interactive urinal communicator, which makes it sound more exciting than it is. <laughs> exciting isn't the worst thing that can happen <laughs> when you're like at the urinal you- if someone tries to communicate. <laughs> yeah, like the person from two urinals down, and you hear their voice crackle from the from the thing, and you're like, "What the?" <laughs> there is nothing I want less than something communicating with me at a urinal. Discover oh, Wismark, the interactive urinal communicator. Uh, the unwritten law is that like nobody else exists, right? We're all supposed to pretend like nobody else is here. Whether you need, whether you want your next ad to move, speak, or sing, Wismark can do it all. Can you imagine walking into the bathroom and somebody's at the urinal and they start going and suddenly an ad starts playing and like would you be like where where is that coming from? Is that Tim Tam? Is that slam it down with a Tim Tam? Why don't you put some in your tea? <laughs> hmm. hmm. I, I feel like something like this might might lead to uh, a lot of cases of a urinal deuce. <laughs> 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. The one three five lower decker. Mm. Yeah, u- urinals are uh, disgusting and terrible. And the idea of putting one of these in there is also disgusting and terrible. The you know, urinal? They're very convenient. Uh, no, I prefer to not have urine all over my clothing. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> There's a trick to that. It's an acquired taste. I. I can't salvage what's, that. What's the trick? Oh, you what's got, the trick? <clears throat> especially if there's a little bit of standing water, you just go right down into the water. Absorbs all the the flow, and uh, you never get splashback. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. the, uh, the foolish thing is to basically go full force straight ahead, right? I mean, that's just the disaster. Well, right. Yeah. But if you go down into the drain, or you go down at the standing water, it absorbs it all, and it's totally fine. You can, get no splash. Can you make us a diagram for show notes, please? That's just not true. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Well, the hypotenuse of the here's what you do: you coat the entire inside of the urinal with ketchup. <laughs> There's nothing that ketchup doesn't make better, even a urinal. I thought, mm. what if what's you, your favorite you Wismark co- condiment? <laughs> <laughs> what if you coated the urinal with Teflon so it just what? <laughs> so it just bounces <laughs> that seems off? To be opposite of the goal. I know that's the point. Why don't you just put a like mm. a pump in the bottom and squeeze it back out and shoot it back out <laughs> at the person going to the bathroom? Well, why don't you just cut a hole in the floor and you know? <laughs> what you need is one of those troughs like they have in stadiums. Oh boy! Oh my god! Those oh are the god. worst. <laughs> oh, summer camp memories. Nothing, nothing upsets me more than a trough. <laughs> <laughs> Title: Urinal trough. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way I came across this was <laughs> yes, that's uh, a good point. Where uh, did you find Wismark? Uh, I don't remember exactly, but it was an article about Wismark, and it said some bars were using it for uh, uh, drunk driving campaigns. So the the idea was the last thing you do before you leave is you go to the bathroom and. They, you'd get a little message that says, don't drink and drive. But you're probably drunk, so you're probably just not going <laughs> you're to... Pro- you're probably just freaked out that the urinal's talking <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah, you're like, what the heck is going on? I don't think that works. Hey, check this out. This urinal's talking to me. <laughs> All right, who gave me the PCP again? <laughs> <laughs> again. This, I'm, not, I'm drunk and high. 
This urinal's <laughs> talking to me. I definitely shouldn't drive. Mm-hmm. Yo, Earl, were you were we dropping E tonight? I don't remember dropping the E. Mm. Popping the Molly. Mm. So some examples they have are um, a morning show, a radio morning show. Oh, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, beer, uh, not Budweiser for some reason. Seems like that would be more appropriate. Budweiser's well, uh, already made it piss, so you're like three steps there. <laughs> Thank you for explaining the joke to everyone. <laughs> That's how you make them funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, washing your hands. Did you wash them? Well... Not yet. Isn't that the wrong time to ask? Right. Yeah. I mean, come I'm on. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> Am I supposed helpful. to put my hands in the running water? Or? Ooh. Mm. Mm. That's not ping pong. Stop. Say no to drugs. <laughs> Once this again. is the most amazing image I have seen <laughs> in a very long time. Well, that little Someone character. went nuts with the Okay, I want to describe this for a moment. This is like a... So there's a, a green shape a form <laughs> if you will uh it appears to be maybe the bottom half of a picasso in portrait with a very large schnoz and a um eyeball in the middle of their nose maybe it's a piercing unclear and they're holding with their simpson style four-fingered hand right oh, no nope. uh, they have three fingers Ooh, they, mm? what mm-hmm. um this is anatomically correct hand. <laughs> That's stretching it. Ish. Um, their their pinky is larger than their thumb, as is their index finger, and they're holding what looks to be a capsule of perhaps cork. Yeah, I was going to say it looks like a, a cork. Mm-hmm. Um, probably about two thirds of the size of a hockey puck relative to the size of everything else in the picture, um, and it says stop. Say no to drugs in a red font that looks like it came from the, um, I would say this looks to be about circa 1994 print shop, make your own greeting card font. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With, with, uh, rays. With every layer style turned on. That's right. That's right. And, and what, what would you call this sort of radial gradient dish pattern coming out of uh, blue to white to blue to black out of that top I left corner. I would call that blue I just blue. learned Photoshop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some nice shading work done around the eyeball. Um, might in fact be the MS Paint. You're um, giving this too much credit. <laughs> There's no nice work on this at all. The entire thing is mm-hmm. a piece of well, that's really great because that's where it's about to end up. I was gonna say that it looks like drugs. Like this, this image looks like drugs. <laughs> that image looks like how you would feel if you had taken drugs, which I think mm-hmm. defeats the purpose. Yeah, now I want some drugs, <laughs> some cork drugs. I, I thought it looked kind of like a urinal cake, so I thought it was appropriate. The uh, the, the drug he's taking, mm-hmm. mm. a well used. Interesting. Mm. Does that look clean to you? Mm. I I would get some that just say do not consume on them. Just to <laughs> make sure. <laughs> Don't eat me. Have you ever used the uh the waterless uh um urinals mm-hmm. systems? Do those ever look clean to you? Like No. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
There is a Viagra ad. Hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Ah, that's pretty great. Ooh. Uh, Big engine. That, what does hmm. it say? Okay. What does it interesting when, it, when it's talking? What does that one say? Does it power performance when I, you want it? Don't want to know. I'm trying to look for a sample, <clears throat> but their website is a little. Uh, oh wait, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this this is what I don't understand. Like, why why would they have so much writing on these things if they're supposed to talk to you? Oh, please insert that because it's hilarious. Wow, uh, could, could you guys hear that? Yes. <laughs> but I was also too busy listening to the big guy dot wave at the same time, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I missed that one. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's in it, the, it uh, makes the, a the really robot. terrible, really terrible pun at the end. I think we should drop that one in right now. Yep. Here's a real friendly reminder: don't drive drunk. If you do and you get arrested, the next urinal you pee in will be in jail with a hairy guy named Baba standing behind asking you to pick up the soap and to be his. It's upsetting. If I can find it. Oh, there it is, <clears throat> big guy. Oh my goodness. Womp womp. <laughs> what? What? Wait, what? That's a little ping pong. <laughs> what? <laughs> that? oh. That's not acceptable in any <laughs> way. Mark. All right. Well, uh, who I thought runs this was a family program? Who runs this company? Cut that. Cut that all out. <laughs> I, I will have to insert those. I know. This will actually never air. Mm hmm. I, I'll I'll uh, beep. I'll bleep it. One yeah. of a kind, fully functional, interactive device. <sighs> well, I'm about whiz marked out. Yeah, yeah well, I think we all are. We're good with that vertical. The the urinal and piss vertical is <laughs> nailed it. Covered. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so what else? I, I got content. I'm happy to talk about content. Wait, content. 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 I don't have any context. Content. Hmm. Uh, do you need a metaphor to explain oh. it to you? Content so, consumption, consumption strategy. Okay. Yeah. So, I. Uh, uh, well, okay. So. <laughs> Hold on. I'm having a laugh. Okay. So, basically, Sir. I bought a, a, um, a network attached storage device. Mm. Oh, almost a year ago now, I guess. I have a Synology 18, 15 plus or whatever. The, the big one. The, that, uh, you got the Plex? I got, I got the Plex set up. Uh, I, you, I've had been using a Roku. I've kind of switched to the new Apple TV recently. And so for the most part, when it comes to movies and TV shows, we don't have cable. And so I do a combination of buying Blu-rays and I rip and transcode them and drop them into Plex. Or um, things like Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Instant Video, and we use that to, to watch things. So I was just kind of curious. I feel like it's the evergreen topic since 2004. Like, what do you guys do to watch TV? What do you do to watch movies? Do you like to own things? Do you like to stream things? If you own them, do you buy them from a particular vendor? Or do you buy Blu-ray discs? Or, like, how does that all work? You guys still pirating stuff? Uh, just wanted to kind of do a check-in. Well, we're not going to admit to that. Mm. Well, you know, do, do copies of things sometimes fall off the back of a truck and land in your possession? My mm. preference is uh, I would be able to pay some sort of marginal fee and have access to lots of things to watch. 
Now, when that's not possible, you know, things happen. But <laughs> <laughs> this, this stuff happens all the time. L- <laughs> <Yeah>. Listen. <laughs> uh, also, should be noted that uh, Netflix in other countries has a wonderful selection. Hmm. Hmm. Good to know. Well, aren't they cracking down on that? Uh, supposedly. Loophole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, in the UK, they have like new newer seasons than they do in the mm-hmm. states for you know, things like Archer thing yeah you know, mm-hmm. series like that oh don't tell me that <clears throat> what about the uh, I I was kind of really interested mostly in Mike's answer to tell you because he's got the whole family thing going on <laughs> well just because I can imagine that that kids just makes everything worse um no they don't <laughs> Next okay, right. good. Okay, let's go on to next question. My kids cannot sit through anything more than half an hour long. Hmm. So, movies, Tim Tams, and inverted sugar products right. that you're giving them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, just wait till they have to take their lumps. Mm. Like um, take them to a Sonic. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have Sonic. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Tater tots. My daughter will basically, my oldest will basically find a Disney show and leave it running for hours. Um, not necessarily watching it, just have it in the background. Four, like the the number four with a U, hmm? or four like oh, uh, more than four hours. Oh, that's quite a lot of time. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, she'll leave the room and leave mm-hmm. it running and. Uh, you know, this guy has got to keep them to turn off the power when they leave. I was going to say, this goes back to Mike talking about how he always has to turn things off in right. his house. Right. Um, she, I, I, I bet if, if I walk back there now, there's a good chance that the TV is off, but the, her uh, fire stick is still streaming something. So we're using streaming devices, though. We're not talking like leaving the Disney Channel on. No, she does have access to it, um, and it's almost always on Disney, Disney Teen or something. I don't know. I don't know. It has, it's it's basically all those Disney shows where you get people like uh, what's her name, Victoria something. I'm I'm too old for uh, this, Bella so F- I'm like Hillary Duff. Is that that <laughs> Disney people? Like, uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's the equivalent. Yeah, Bella Thorne. Uh, What's that one girl? Mm. Oh, iCarly's the. Uh, I think that's on Disney. Yeah, you got your. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch the Disney Channel. Um, I watch. So, Hulu. But, but you are you're a, you're a cable subscriber. We have cable because my you wife, also have like Netflix and that stuff. We have Netflix and Prime. Uh, be, but my wife could never find anything to watch on either one of those. Um, so mm, we had to get cable back. Hmm. Did you so, try Hulu at all when you dumped cable? Uh, yeah, we tried Hulu. She couldn't find anything on there either. Because hmm. that that covers me with most of the current running stuff that I would ever be interested in. Hmm. Although it doesn't have any CBS. So if you're super into the 14 CSIs, I guess you're kind of luck. I watch almost everything streaming. Um, except if there's a show that I can't get streaming or otherwise. 
so like I like to watch some home improvement shows. Uh, those Holmes on Holmes. Uh, it's actually Holmes does it right. Uh, that's his new show. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's that, it's that, very strange to me. HGTV seems to take the same ten people and create fourteen different versions of the same show over time. But they just change the name and like tweak the tiniest bit of format, and then they produce a brand new show with them. So a show like that is not going to is not popular enough to be able to find it uh, on the back of a truck. I don't think. Uh, I had a, I had a truck, but unfortunately that truck. Has finally crashed after <laughs> many years of great service. This to analogy me. is going too far. Hot in Cleveland, House of Cards, House of Lies, no, no homes, heroes reborn. There was a site called uh, TVTorrents.com that was just incredible for this kind of stuff, um, and I used it for a long time. I mean, straight through college. Another, you know, it was just killer. And they finally shut it down maybe in the last year or two, and it's killing me. It was like a, a great invite-only site. I had tons of credit on it. And it was for stuff that, like what you're talking about. Like, it had everything. Like, it had all the new stuff, too, like an hour after. Like, basically, as soon as it aired, it would drop. But, like, mostly, I used it for the HDTV Food Network kind of thing. If you wanted to watch, you know, uh, like, even something as dumb as Storage Wars, they had it. Yeah. So if I wanted to fill up my NAS with trash, TV Torrance was the place to go. Is Storage Wars on with Dave? Yes. Okay. And then he wasn't with Dave, and then Dave came back because he went bankrupt. Hmm. Uh, the Everyone watches for Barry. Yes. Barry I don't, I don't, is I'm so, amazing. I'm so out in the weeds <laughs> on this one. <laughs> so what kind of stuff does your wife like to watch, then, that she couldn't find on the streaming? Um, she watches almost exclusively Forensic Files, which is a, a CNBC. It's on CNBC. I was going to ask, is she an investigative, investigation discovery uh, buff? Yes. She likes uh, any shows about murder and uh, operating rooms, like emergency rooms. Uh, true stories of the ER, something she watches, uh, which I don't know is if they are true or not, but they're pretty out there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with the parasites? Oh, yeah, they've had parasites. They've had um, frat boys who drank some mystery punch, and they were all peeing blue. Uh, time but this is the one where they do like, the reenactments, right? And it's always yeah, super creepy and gross. That's when, yeah. the, that's when the frat boys ate the Wismark. And then, uh... Right. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. all ties back together. Uh, yeah, they do the reenactments. I don't know if they're that Time they're Time is a flat urinal cake, I think, is the lesson. So, those are the kind of shows she watches. So, she really liked Making a Murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not yet watched that. I feel like I'm not interested in it. I don't know. I feel like she would like Fargo, uh, except uh, she doesn't like movies with bad words and uh, other adult content. So, I don't think that's one. She, she have uh, sensitive sensitive ears? Mm-hmm. And how about you, Andrew? Uh, well, we have Hulu and Netflix. Uh, yeah, we're millennials, so we stream stuff. But I'm too lazy to do anything other than pay for it. So, you know, works out. Streaming. I have my Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of... Uh, does anyone here, like, buy any digital stuff? Like, do, do you guys buy stuff on iTunes or in Amazon or any of that stuff? No, no. that... Uh, mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, can't be bothered. I, I pretty much avoid that like the plague. I kind of always laugh uh, at the folks who talk about like the lock-in they have because they've bought all this stuff on iTunes because it's like incredibly expensive and very locked down. And I don't understand why you would do that, especially when the availability of a lot of stuff is out there streaming. Um, and like, so I, I just, you know, I opened this up talking about Blu-ray ripping and like, I am very happy to spend five or six bucks on a Blu-ray instead of renting something for $4 or spending $20 on it on iTunes and then just like toss it in, rip it, transcode it and drop it onto a server, which I understand puts me like at the extreme end, but I just don't understand how when I can get the physical disc in incredibly good quality for like a dollar more than the rental price, it ever makes sense for people to just buy this stuff on, on iTunes or on Amazon and have it locked down like that. You know, if there was a service that allowed you to uh, copy to download, I think I might go for that. But I don't know. I, I do the same thing. I'm still in the middle of transcoding the old DVDs that we have. Um, <clears throat> but it's, you know, it's nice just having everything right there in Plex and you can get it from anywhere. I just don't trust it. Like, and, I, and I'm surprised at how many people did and do trust the closed systems when it comes to media, right? Like, I never bought songs or music on iTunes either, especially when it had DRM. Me either. Um, it just never made sense because why would you, why would you do that? I mean, I, and, I, and I use, like, all Apple products. And, like, you know, you could just insert whatever other service you want. I mean, whether it's Amazon or whatever. Like, it just never made sense to me why you would buy DRM media ever. Google Music allows you to download stuff, which is nice. DRM free? I believe so. I mean, now we have that. Um, I mean, it's MP3, but, you know. Right. I mean, I, iTunes switched to DRM free a few years ago. But, yeah, it just, I mean, of course, by the time they all switched to DRM free, really streaming became viable and, and honestly a much better option. I hate streaming music. I'll stream video all day long, but music, I, I just have no interest in it. Tell me more. Uh, it's selection, you know. I don't, I don't like other people's music, and so something like Spotify or whatever is not very interesting to me. And but what, what does that have to do with other people's music? Like, so, you know, I generate my own collection. I've done it on RDO, I've done it on iTunes, I've done it on Spotify. But like, I, I know nothing about other people's music. I just have. Like I think it's just my my music listening habits are very based in like time and space and mood and. There's just too much uh, wrong in streaming. But, like, I don't want to have to skip songs, you know? And then every streaming, anything I've ever listened to is like, I got to skip a bunch of crap. So, so that's, yeah, so here's the distinction, right? I'm not talking about streaming radio at all. I'm talking about, like, you have access to the entire catalog of every major studio and, and many of the independent, you know, labels rather. And you just, you know, you choose which ones are in your collection. You make your own, you p- play a whole album if you want. You just don't own the music. You just have the right to stream it. Like I don't listen to a pre-existing radio stations on any of these services. I just treat them like it's my own collection. I mark these things as things in my collection and I listen to albums the same way I used to listen to albums. Like, so for me, I'm also like very mood dependent on music uh, and streaming has been wonderful because it means that when I'm in the mood for something, I don't have to worry about if I've got music, like if, if I've got that handy, if I've got it downloaded on the device I'm on, or um, even if I've like realized that there's a new album for one of those artists and I look up the artist to go play maybe an existing album that I like and then I see if they have another one, I play that one instead. But I treat it just like it's my music collection itself is an entire record store 
I don't use any of the like radio station stuff yeah, I because mean, I, I agree use, it's terrible. I use the Google Music and I uploaded my entire library and you know it's all there and I've not wanted for anything else. It, so maybe uh, all the music that I was ever interested in has ceased being produced, <laughs> and I am that kind of old person now. I don't know. Oh boy, well, what do you what do you guys think about streaming music? I'm fine with it. I use Spotify. I almost never listen to streaming music. I almost never listen to music except if I'm in the car. That was going to be my follow-up. Mm-hmm. So you listen to music in the car, not podcasts? Mm-mm. No, because uh, a couple of reasons. I'm not in the car that much. When I am in the car, there are other people there, so they don't want to listen to my podcasts. Mm. Um, Do you drive a minivan? I drive a minivan. I had a feeling you drive a minivan. Well, we have two cars. Yeah, but you're the minivan guy. Uh, usually, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because usually uh-huh. when I'm going somewhere, it's we have enough people that we need the minivan. Also, the minivan has the DVD player, so uh, that's a big deal. Listen, anything that keeps those kids quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeps the voices out. Um, <laughs> the voices in my head that keep talking to me. Mm. So, yeah, I, I don't listen to a whole lot of music that I have control over, I guess. It's whatever comes on the radio. I should listen to music instead of podcasts because I get more work done, but... Well, it sounds like we need to add some more podcasts to your key then. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I don't care about streaming music. I care about streaming podcasts because I have a 16 gigabyte phone. So Ouch. That's... Ouch. Yep. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact... uh I had my overcast settings to only keep the last episode of every podcast, and now I can change that since I don't actually download them. I've missed a lot of episodes of Rectifs because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, that that's good to know. That's a good state of, state of the union here, right? So it sounds like most of us have mostly transitioned away from cable, mostly tra- transitioned away from traditional music listening if it's something that matters. Um, but there's there's... Reasons to hold out still. And nobody here likes DRM. Surprise. Hello. Mm. Hello. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Yes. I've reached the end of my time. I need to go make dinner. <laughs> <sighs> the end of your time. Mm-hmm. Is it all of our time ending? I really... Yep. I Fine think, on this program, certainly I think is. everybody needs to try the lumps. Mm. No, thank you. On. I'll just send. I'll send you like three. Mm, no. In an in an envelope. Plain. No. No lumps. I will eat a lump live on air if you send it to me. This is all deeply unsettling. Mm-hmm. Do you want any of my lovely lumps, Andrew? <laughs>